Welcome to another episode of the Third Wheel Podcast. I'm Caleb. I'm Shaps. And we are excited to continue on this wonderful spiritual journey that we're all having to go through right now. It is a fine Saturday afternoon here in this wonderful studio that we're renting out for a million dollars a month. million dollars, pocket. It's only until we can get a bigger place, you know what I'm saying? Just until we get a bigger place. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of bigger places... Uh, Interesting story going on right now. Um, Billy McFarland. If anyone knows who he is, he's the guy. Okay, there's this old festival that happened a while ago now. It's called Fire Festival. F Y R E. It was hosted by this dude named Billy McFarland, and he. It was a big scam. He took everyone's money. He promised like a big luxury vacation out on like some island. Everyone's gonna get their own like hotel room, and they get there. They pay all this money. And when they get there, like, there's tents, there's, like, cheap uh, school lunch meals that are being passed out to everybody. Um, He promised, like, all these big concerts with all these really famous, like, artists coming in. Yeah, some of these tickets were, like, thousands of dollars, if I remember. None of the major artists were there. I don't even think they even started playing music. Like, it was just (laughs) this big thing. Like, And and then um, everyone, you know, spent all their money thinking everything was covered. You know, and they, they think that they, they get to the island, they take a bus to their tent, and it was just like, it was just such a big mess. And then uh, Billy gets arrested for wire fraud, ripping everyone off. It's, you know, it was a highly publicized deal. It's promoted by all these big celebrities who'd end up not going. And when it's all finally said and done, like Billy McFarland gets arrested. And interesting is he got like a six-year sentence on wire fraud, and he got released. And as soon as he gets released, he's like, hey, I'm starting another thing. It's not called the festival, though. It's like called Pirate. It's spelled really weird. <laughs> but he's starting this new, this new. it's the same exact thing. He's promising the influencers. He's promising all this stuff. Caleb, it's nothing like that. It's nothing yeah. like that. Before. It's got a flashy new name. <laughs> <laughs> Yo-ho, Pirate. <laughs> <laughs> And it's it's wow. it's mind blowing, you know what I mean? Like just like the, is it delusion or is it desperation? I think it's delusion. Well, okay, he's like millions of dollars in debt, so right. there's there's some desperation in there. It's delusional in the fact that let me just read this like quote to you. He says, "I was talking to somebody yesterday, and they're like, you can crawl in the hole and die, or you can go and try and do something." Just, like, not promising any results. And by not promising results, he's saying, like, oh, I'll just say I'm doing this festival. I'm not going to promise how great it's going to be. I'm just going to, like, leave the details up to y'all, in a sense. Um, no, I, I think he. I, I think I'd rather call in a hole and die at that point. Uh, yeah, for real. So, I mean, I understand the aspect of, like, okay, am I just going to give up on life? Or am I going to actually just, like, try something different? He could have started a soup kitchen. Yeah, you know that would have been, that would be, like apparently he's very charismatic because I feel like he's already talked to big investors. I mean sure. I don't know, but like if he's coming out of prison, he's just gonna make the exact same mistake. I'm actually shocked, and I'm sitting here like, bro, like I, I hope nobody puts money into this. Nobody hears about this and starts spending money. Like this is such a bad idea. And There's like, always that what if though the what if idea the what if he's actually telling the truth? What if it's real? And I missed out on it because I believed Caleb on the Third Wheel Podcast. <laughs> you run this podcast too. <laughs> what am I supposed to tell people? <laughs> well, I'm. I just hope it works out for him. Honestly, I hope it, I'm always trying to stay optimistic. You know what? 
I hope it works out. I hope people don't lose money and everyone just has a grand old time. Uh, yeah, that's my stance on it. You know what? I love your optimism because I'm sitting here like, this is is such a scam, bro. (laughs) Someone else pointed this out. It's literally called pirate. What do pirates do? They steal. Pirates are fun. Pirates are fun. They are. Pirates are pretty fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It says like, uh, someone quotes here, a former product designer at Fire Media. So someone who used to work for him at Fire behind fire festival is like yeah. it's billy's still billy he's using different words but he's selling the same thing and it's the same thing he's like oh we're just gonna do the same thing again we're gonna go on a luxury vacation and he's just like i just won't make any promises like oh that's great i love that i love that marketing <laughs> tactic i just won't tell people what it's about i don't know i don't know what his thinking is. no no promises he just doesn't want to like you know over deliver you know what i'm saying Wants it to be a surprise. Delusion? I think the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I give props for someone trying to bounce back. Okay. You know what I mean? I'll give you points for that. Like, you don't want to just, like... He, he's still young, and he's like, let me, let me like... Um, I don't want to do nothing with my life. Right. I get that. He wants to, like, try again. If he wants to, If he's dead set on being a business owner... I mean, dude... That... Come up with your own plan. Like, come up with a new plan. <laughs> Here's you know? the thing, though. I mean, obviously, he's got... He had to have had access to some money. Yeah. So he's not like a nobody nobody. But everyone's talking about him now. Like, and he's relevant for a little bit. You yeah. know, he's only relevant as long as he keeps these scams going. Well, something like someone like him who, if he does get a taste of success, there's no way he's not going to go back and start committing more crimes with it. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, if this new pirate, whatever it's called, pirate festival, if, if it's successful and he actually does have a successful trip and it's a it's a good campaign and he runs it clean like i just feel like as soon as he tastes success he's gonna just go back to what he did before and just start being shady start ripping people off start all that stuff like once he finds this if he does find a successful business model for this type of stuff like then there's nothing stopping him like he's he's been shady before Mm -hmm. he's coming out swinging making the same promises making the same mistake like someone who's not learned his lesson. So if, if this is actually successful, like you're talking about, very next very next project he does is going to be run shady, you know. You but this time he'll have actual money to back it up with. What do you think his pirate name would be? Pirate name? Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. Captain. Captain Mac. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Mac Far Land. Mac Far Over Ooh, yonder. Okay, Yo-ho. okay. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and his ship is called the Fire Festival. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. That's actually pretty awesome. All right. Next topic. Um, before I think we're going to make a transition over to just movies just a little bit. Not Nothing crazy. It's more so like movie journalism. Mm. Um, and you actually had some thoughts. You're like, oh, not only do I want to talk about that, but I also have my own stuff that I hate. <laughs> sure. See, we might have to rebrand this podcast as like a super hateful podcast. We, we only hey, talk about I try. I try. I try to steer it, you know, to more neutral ground sometimes. You do. And, you know, to, to your credit, sometimes you're successful. <laughs> But other times I just go right back to well, doing whatever. I always try to play, you know, I'm a de- oh, everyone says this, I'm a devil's advocate, but I'm like, I always swap between prosecuting and defense attorney. Like, defend, no matter what the conversation, I'm always going to be arguing the other side. Just just how I am. So You hear that, criminals? He's on your side. <laughs> I will defend you. If we ever get famous on this podcast, he, he will be the one that, like, you want a good PR guy? 100%. You know what? You probably could have saved Amber Heard's career. You know what I mean? If if our podcast was something and she got on, uh, I heard like, a pirate murdered her career actually. <laughs> oh dang! <laughs> no, so uh, no, legitimately, I come up with um, a little 
exercise of mine is to defend the worst people in history, like as a hypothetical. Mm. How would you defend them? Uh, and everyone's like, what the crap are you talking about? It's just hypothetical. You know, like what if you had to? What if you had to defend them as we do, you know, with our justice system? Uh, so, yeah, it's a pretty fun exercise. You should try it sometime. So, um, who am I defending today, Caleb? <laughs> Oh, I hope you don't. <laughs> to, to, I need you to make an exception for today. We cannot say... I don't have anything good to say about what I'm about to bring oh, up. Oh, great. All right. Okay. Go. This is a public service announcement to all of our listeners. Oh, by the way, I'm so thankful for you guys. Like, we had such a great turnout on our first episode. And, I mean, I know a lot of that's just friends being like, hey... I didn't even tell my mom about it yet. So, all the, you know, the viewers... Like, I can't shut up about it, if I'm being honest <laughs> with you. It's like, I, I can't quit telling people. Um... But we had such a good, like, uh, our YouTube channel that we put up for this podcast already has nine subscribers. And, like, oh, man, only nine? Like, I, that's nine more than I thought we'd get, if of I'm being course, honest yeah, with you. Yeah. I didn't think we'd get that many. I wasn't going to subscribe to it. Like, exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, granted, one guy I know is like, oh, I subscribed twice. And I was like, okay, <laughs> well, that's not helpful, but thanks. You know, I, I appreciate the Bot thought. accounts? Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Yes. So, okay, very thankful for our audience. Now let's completely dunk on people who are audience for another platform. Is this where you're going with? Oh, no. I just wanted to say thanks to our people. Thanks to our nine subscribers. And maybe it'll go up from here. I don't know. Sky's nine the limit. to 900. Yeah, One overnight. Time. Anyway, um, okay. If you've ever, don't, don't ever, public service announcement, never, ever, ever click on an article written or a video directed by the YouTube channel or website, Looper. Stay away from Looper. I now, cannot stand that. Now that seems a little harsh right out the gate. That's a fellow YouTuber, Caleb. Why? Yeah, Phil, as a, from one creator <laughs> to another, you guys suck. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of humans operating that platform. Uh, okay. Um, have you ever clicked on a Looper article or video? I have. Okay. Do you remember which one? Honestly, it's pretty much like BuzzFeed. <laughs> yeah, it's just like super generic information, but mm. they'll, they'll pick out a, a clickbaity title, which, you know, we do that too. Like, that's that's just a thing. It helps. But yeah, well, when we do it, it's like, you know, we're underdogs, so we're allowed to do it. Yeah, you know, we got to play dirty to mm. get an audience. Yeah. But, okay, they're like a very generic like oh four villains you'll never see in an MCU film and it's like super generic information like we we know X-Men is owned by Fox we you know not everyone knows that but you know us nerds we know we knew that mm-hmm. and this was way back in the day so now actually Disney owns all of it right. so um this is outdated information but the video they posted was like four four guys that you'll never see in the MCU and it was like we already know Wolverine's never going to be in was at the time never going to be in a Marvel film uh, it was just like super generic information. Like we know this, you know. Or uh, here's one right now: Why Hollywood won't cast Brendan Fraser anymore? Which, of course, now he's being casted. Like this is all outdated information. But at the time, it was like um, generic. Like, well, he hasn't had a movie uh, in a while that's made money. You know, it's like give me, I, they they click they clickbait the title to make it seem like they got this really good inside scoop. You know, like, oh, man, like, we talked to Brendan Fraser. We talked to people that worked with him. Like, uh, this is why Hollywood will not cast him. Yeah. Um, and then you click on it. It's just like, well, he's had several flops. Like, just generic information that I could have done in my own head. Sure. You know, like, I, I could already guess that, you know. Um, here's another one. It's, it's the same idea. Why they why Hollywood won't cast Tobey Maguire. 
Like, they don't know that. Like, mm-hmm. they don't know anything that isn't, nothing super insightful. They don't have any cool information. They don't talk to any interviewers. Like, nothing like that. They don't, they don't talk to people that are, that are insiders into the studio. They just, like, something you could Google. And they still got all these views, all these subscribers. I'm not jealous. Like, I don't, I don't care if we get views or not. Like, I'm just sitting here like, who watches these? And it's, it's such generic information. They're not good journalists. Um, they don't give us anything new. I don't. To be honest, I really don't know who watches them. Like, right. The, the reason that they're so generic is because they're, they're mass produced. Mm-hmm. Like, I bet you they come up with like two videos a day at least. Right. Uh, or something like that. Oh, let's look. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Watch Mojo is actually pretty, pretty similar to that. So Watch Mojo is like this top ten list YouTube channel that have been. It's been going on since like oh my gosh, over ten years probably, maybe even more than that. Um, and eventually, you know, you run out of top tens to talk about. You would so what think the, so. they would do is just recycle the old ones, mm-hmm. or they'll change some order of some. Um, and then, like you said. They'll keep it very simple and vague and obvious just so they can pump yeah. it out more faster, 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 faster. Um, it just feels very robotic and it doesn't feel like there's people at the helm. It's just made by AI or something or they're just looking at numbers and algorithms. They don't care what they put out there as long as it just makes it out there and they get uh, those viewers. And Again, like I said before, it's just like BuzzFeed. Like, Who reads the bu- all the BuzzFeed articles? Well, if you throw it in their people's face enough and you, it's just tempting enough for you to actually click on it, they, they got you. Yeah, I never clicked on the looper thing. I, I made the mistake like three times sure. clicking on a looper thing and being like disappointed because it, it seemed like a story I'd be very interested in. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it's nothing. It's like eating a rice cracker. Yeah. Like there's nothing to There's no, they didn't put cheese on it. There's no, no flavor. Substance. It's just no, like no, nothing. No, no, no. So, okay, I'm clicking on looper's thing and they actually post very consistently. Yeah. So within the past mm-hmm. day... I'm talking two day, four yeah. videos. Four videos? Today. Four videos within yep. 24 hours. That's more than I thought. So, yeah. That is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, now, okay, at least with Watch Mojo, there's like, okay, you're right. They they, they kind of go off of like a Wikipedia article, like, right. oh, top 10 films, blah, blah, blah. They just sure. like click on a Wikipedia article or they'll go with like popular opinion. Yeah, yeah. They don't, I don't ever get the sense that they're working from. Their own opinion. I don't even think they watched all the movies that they put in their list. You know? No, definitely. You can not. tell, but they're going off of either fan reaction, mm-hmm. some uh, someone else's list that they just ripped off. Um, but I will say, I, I think there's some entertainment value uh, that, in a sense, for me with Watch Mojo. I'll click on a video that says like top ten horror films in the eighties. Yeah. And then I found like three or four movies I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, that's a really cool scene. I'm gonna go watch the rest of it. Sure. So they at least pointed me in the right direction for some like good movies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But overall, like I, I know what you mean though. I just feel like there are some. There, well, the re- the reason that's a problem is that there are so many YouTubers who do it better. Yeah. There are a lot of YouTubers who do the exact same thing, mm-hmm. more with more entertainment, with more soul, with more heart to it. Uh, a million times better, but Launch Mojo, look at their subscribers. Like, they're huge. Yeah, it's gigantic. But it's, like, such an easy video for them to click on yeah, and exactly. be like, oh, let me watch this. Now, I, I still say, I think you can have fun with the Watch Mojo video. Mm-hmm. Looper, I never have any fun. I always walk away disappointed and upset. <laughs> it's it's pretty annoying. Man. Um, what, what, what happens when we end up on a Looper video? You know, what do you think would be? You better like? say top ten best podcasts that you've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> There's another like news article that really annoys me or not article like 
people that website that reports on stuff. It's called We Got This Covered. Have you ever okay. seen that? No. Okay. Well, they're all they're all over Facebook. I don't know how active you are on social media. Not very. I was going to see it uh, when I when I get on Facebook, I see the little green bubble next to your name going like, "Oh, he's active." So I was like, "Maybe you just keep the tab open." I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much. <laughs> but Okay, so there's always uh, it's clickbaity article, which mm-hmm. I, I'm okay with. I get it, but yeah, as long yeah. as when I click on it, there's actually something worth watching. Mm-hmm. You know, if if it'll say like this, uh, uh, you know, Alec Baldwin's responsible for killing somebody, and then you click on it, it talks about the rush shooting incident. That's and an interesting story. Sure, but we got this covered. We'll straight up make up false information. <laughs> they'll they'll pick uh, say like uh, you know we're into Marvel films, and it'll say like oh here's who. They uh, Marvel contacted to play Mr. Fantastic, mm-hmm. and it's like, and they pick someone who would be like, oh, that'd be kind of interesting choice. Right. But it's a lie. Like they mm-hmm. that never happened. You know sure. what I mean? So the, they'll they'll straight up make up fake information just to get clicks. Mm-hmm. And every time it pops up on either Facebook or uh, when I'm when I click Bing, and it, it shows you all these different pages. Whenever I see we got this covered, if it gives me the option to click X at the top right, I do it because they should not exist. You know what? Remind, I saw this one video that was labeled like, um, what was it? Oh, yeah, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson's a fraud or something. Yeah. You know? And yeah. Like, what, what, do, what, what do people think? Yeah, and then like you clicked on the video and it's like these two jerks who are just like, like, like oh. what kind of podcast was that? <laughs> like, what am I listening to? And it was weird. I listened to the whole thing. <laughs> actually, a couple times. A couple times yeah, for me. yeah, it was weird to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I actually don't hate my voice as much as I thought I would. So like I know the first episode, I was like, man, I actually don't like how I sound. But I was actually, over time, I was like, this isn't that bad. Uh, yeah, my, I'm still getting used to mine, honestly. I, I can see that. <laughs> I understand. But, so while we're on the transition, talking about Looper and we got this covered, like, do you remember the early attempts before actual VR, like before Facebook bought the VR stuff, uh, Metaverse and all that stuff going on? Yeah. Do you remember that, um, do you remember the earlier attempts to make good VR experiences? Yeah, you mean like in the, I mean... I'm talking like we... Oh, that is what yeah, you're talking. Oh, I thought stuff. you were talking about like the early uh, VR headset stuff. So like, oh, before, yeah, never, what are those? Well, I mean, like the Oculus was obviously the you know the first like not affordable one, but like just prominent device uh, back when it was like a thousand bucks or something or eight hundred bucks, um, and a lot of YouTubers had them, and there were very few VR games on the market. Like there was mm-hmm. no streamline access yeah. or anything. Um, again, they were just too expensive. For anyone to get their hands on, except if you're like a big YouTuber or rich right, or something like right. that. Um, so it was like a, it was like a treat. It was a pleasure, like you know, like to actually hold one and to wear one for like an hour or something. Like mm. you would go somewhere, you would pay money to just to do it. And now they're actually quite affordable. They're probably yeah. they're like cheaper than most like yeah. video game consoles. Like for, now. I mean, for the the Quest Two, the Oculus Quest Two, yeah. which I have now, is like four hundred bucks. Yeah, exactly. And I, I got mine for less. Like it, yeah. so like. They're a lot more accessible now. But if you're asking, like... Well, I mean, while we're on the subject, we may as well go back and kind of go through a whole history. Yeah, sure. So what was before the Wii? Was there anything significant before the Wii? Uh, yeah. Well, VR has actually been attempted all the way back since, like, the 90s. Mm. I mean, maybe even before that. But I'm and thinking... I, I could see that because there were plenty of movies where, like, oh, we get to plug the into The idea was there. Yeah. And they had to have gotten it from somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, the very first like iteration, I believe, of like VR as we know it, 
was like the virtual boy, like Nintendo's virtual boy that failed, you know, the bombed. A lot of people know virtual boy. For oh, you don't know? So virtual boy is like this headset. Looks very much like a headset we would wear today. It was all red, and uh, when you put it on, it was it was basically infrared. Like all the images were there, and it was kind of like it it wasn't like VR VR. It was like three D essentially, like three D goggles, but like with an interface built in. And everything like was just again red and black, so it was it wasn't there wasn't any color or anything, and there wasn't really much interaction. And in fact, people hate it so much uh, <laughs> that again it just like bombed practically first day. And Why actually, they hate it? Uh, it was uncomfortable. It I gave people that. headaches immediately. Oh, yeah. Like again, like early the, the early stuff. We don't know anything about. <laughs> What's safe to put in front of your eyes? Uh, <laughs> doctors are like doctors hate this headset. Like, <laughs> there's actually a, there's actually a myth about you know TVs um, hurting your eyes. I don't actually think that's. I think I read something that was actually real, or it's like way blown out of proportion. But like, are you talking about like putting your kid too close to the TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that's actually a myth. But I think it is too. My mom used to do. I mean, granted, she just wanted to make sure we weren't hurting our our eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. But I think you're right that like that's a myth. Discontinued. Mm-hmm. Same thing with standing too close to the microwave whenever you're cooking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All that stuff you don't really know, but the fact that people were like experimenting around, even though they are you saying it was people... poorly received because doctors thought it was bad for you. No, it was probably received because people actually confirmed that, yeah, it gave you headaches and it was uncomfortable to wear. Like, it was generally, like, bad. And the games were, like, too simplistic for it to actually be entertaining. So, um, it was was a flop. But then, like, fast forward a little bit, I think the closest... Do you remember, like, did you watch an episode of Shark Tank where there was, like, the hamster ball VR head? I've seen that. So, it was a big, giant hamster ball uh, that was, like... That you, as you essentially, yeah, there's this mechanism where you can like walk in it and you put a headset on, and that's supposed to emulate movement. And the idea was to build like facilities where they had like hundreds of these, and it would cost it, to purchase one would be like ten thousand over ten thousand dollars, and then to like rent them out, you know, would be I don't know hundred dollars or something. And it was gonna be this big thing where they would open up these facilities and they, everyone would get in their own little ball, mm-hmm. and they would have like. <laughs> They would have, like, you know, shooters where everyone was, like, on their own team and they were able to run next to each other. Um, and then there was, like, they advertised that it would be good for military training. But, again, it the way it looked, like, it kind of looks cool, but then it doesn't look fun at all. It doesn't look yeah. good. Like, just, that was only a few years ago, like, the, the jump from giant hamster ball that's, like, $10,000, maybe even more, to a VR headset that's, like, you know, $400 that you don't need any additional equipment for. Because then, like, after the hamster ball, they, the Oculus came out, and you needed a super clear space. You couldn't have anything in the way. You needed cameras all over the room. You need to you need to dedicate an entire room to your house, right? And all that was so expensive, and just like, you know, you never see any of that. But the, uh, the, the, the bright side was some of the games actually, like, I think, I don't want to say, I don't know, I think Superhot came out. No, not around that time. I think Amnesia went VR. I want to say Amnesia was VR. I could be wrong about that, but can I, let's back up a bit to that hamster ball thing you're telling yeah, me about. Yeah, so, okay, pause on that VR conversation because I mm-hmm. do want to come back to that. You brought up an interesting point to me. Mm-hmm. Where do you think you, you were saying like it looks like a cool idea, but it doesn't look fun? Well, I mean, it looks interesting. It looks sci-fi. It looks well, interesting. Yeah, no, okay. I get you. Uh, so. Okay, I apologize if the person I'm going to bring up, I'm not going to mention names, obviously, but, like, I had hearing Shaps talk about that Mm. thing kind of got me thinking. I have a buddy, 
I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. If this person listens, I'm, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I, I do apologize. Um, he made a board game mm-hmm. that was, like, super complex. It requires, like, 15 players. Sure. It, it's got this long... And I was like, I like the idea. I think uh-huh. it was, like, a war game. Like, mm-hmm. a board game. But I was like... Um, you know, he's got all these rules. It's huge. It's mm-hmm. exhaustive. And I get, like, he wants to make some immersion. But I was like, I feel like there's too much in here to where it's actually not fun. And I yeah. was like, uh, and, I, and I was telling him. And he was saying he has trouble, like, getting 15 players yeah. to get together to play the game. I was like, You're, well, duh. Right. You know, that's hard. I, mm-hmm. I'm a very popular guy. I have trouble with that sometimes. Sure. Uh, that wants to sit around and play a board game. Yeah, 15 people. And, um, and I, I just recommended to him, like, hey, maybe you should, like, you know, shorten the rules a bit, mm-hmm. and, you know, cut back how many players you need. And he immediately was just like, oh, no, to, for my vision, it needs to have all that. It needs to have all this extra stuff that's mm-hmm. not necessary. Of course, he didn't say that. But sure. I was just like, um, I was like, okay, bro. Like, I, I get it. I understand, like, your artistic integrity. I get that. Mm-hmm. I understand, like, but I was like, bro, if you're trying to sell the game, though, like, uh, the, the publisher's job is to, like, Okay, I like your idea, but like here's some here's some changes you need to make to make mm-hmm. it more fun because we want to sell the game. We don't just want to make it into something. Right. We want to sell it too. So, do you think there's a line between like, okay, this is a great idea, but you need to like shorten it down to make it fun? It will absolutely, but it always sucks to be the first person trying it. Mm-hmm. For instance, these people who developed the hamster wheel. Yeah, we can go back to like, that now. There, they were trying to throw like VR was just on the brink of. Mm-hmm being released you know yeah. like or like someone figuring out how to do vr and everyone was trying to do it yeah it was just too expensive though uh i think is why you know it was a big problem for so long but like for the reason why it was a hamster bit wheel is because they didn't really know how movement would work like how do you because like vr was a thing mind you but you were always stationary how do you emulate movement uh well hamster wheel boom instantly like like mm. obvious answer but then you see all the problems. They didn't actually sell this thing, mind you, on Shark Tank. But all the things that just come with it, all the problems. But, like, you need wacky stuff like that and crazy stuff in order to find and innovate. Like, okay, we see it. We see the potential. But how can we cut it down and make it more simple? Yeah. Just like the virtual board. Like, obviously, it's crazy that people thought that this was going to be a thing. But they had to try something. Yeah. And eventually, by looking at the virtual boy, okay, well, I didn't like what it, what it was, but I liked the idea. And the fact is, like, if you look at a virtual boy, it looks very similar to an Oculus. Yeah. So they took, they definitely took inspiration from the design. They went back to the drawing board of like the yeah. original design. Okay, well, they had well, something we, close. We need adjustable straps. We need yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then Oculus came out, you know, with their headset, and everyone went crazy. And then they started like selling them out at like. Uh, I think main event had a bunch of Oculus. You yeah, know? they actually yeah. they do now. I believe. They still do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like they were the first one. Well, that was the first like public space. You know, where you can yeah. go and try your headset. Well, before we get to Oculus, I think we should go back a bit. So I remember there was this was like I had to have been like eighteen. Yeah. Um, they had this weird device where there's a helmet, mm-hmm. and they put you on a little um, treadmill. Yeah. And you're like, if you want to run somewhere in the game, you got to run on the treadmill. And yeah. like, so you're staying in place so you're not bumping into stuff. Sure. But like, it's supposed to be like, v, you know, VR, you right. know what I mean? So if you're trying to run somewhere, you run on the treadmill. Uh-huh. And, it, the, and it just, that never picked up. Yeah. But it was, a, I thought it was a great idea. Right. I was like, but I, I could see, like, when I'm on a treadmill, guys, I don't, I run kind of funny. So <laughs> I already know, I, I already knew if I'm running on this thing, it's if, if it snags, I'm going to run off of it and die. Or, you know, step out too far, take mm. too big of a step, take too little of a step. Just, I sure. knew it was going to be. And it never it never picked up. But it was an attempt. And it's like sure. I said, we needed failures to get to where we're at now. Exactly. And now I would say, 
I would still VR say that VR is like it's close to getting there, but not quite there yet. I know what you mean. Because like, okay, it's close. Though. It's a affo- it's finally affordable. We yeah. never thought I'd see the day where mm. it would be affordable. Not a thousand dollars. Yeah, year. exactly. I have one actually. You know, I. But here's the problem, and everyone I know. Which one do you have? I have the Quest. The Quest too. I bought yeah. the pretty Go. much the first day it came out. Cool. And I loved it. But I, again, the problem I had is the same problem everyone else has. I can't really explain that well. Well, I probably can, but yeah. After three months, I stopped using it. I never, I haven't used it since. I lost interest, and I can't really explain exactly the reason. I probably could. Well, I, I, if I had to think about it, I would say, yeah, it's kind of a pain to charge everything and to put it all on. But the convenience factor, like it just, it's still a little too inconvenient. Uh, at really? least for me, like obviously, you don't have to have cameras anymore. You have to have a mat. Uh, yeah. You don't have to have like a giant setup. Yeah. Uh, the original Oculus. It, it, the wires. There were wires coming right, the controllers. Exactly. There were, it was you insane. To, you had to it's set crazy. up the cameras. Yeah. And then like to set your borders of like your play area. Right. You had to hold the controllers out in front of you mm-hmm. and, and like walk in a big square. Then if you accidentally hit the camera, mm-hmm. then you had to start over yeah. and, and like um it it was kind of a hassle. Yeah, now like they're they're experimenting with it. I don't know how far they are with art, but now you don't even like, need controllers. Yeah, you just okay. use your hands. You yeah, see your hands. That, now that's still in like testing, it but like that's so good. cool. Which is like again, it's almost there. Yeah, it's We're not quite there. there. Yeah. Um, and here here's the thing: there there are also weren't even like that many good games for a while, right? Because what developer would want to throw a bunch of money at it? A product that not everyone is going to actually dive into right. yet. Like it's experimental, highly experimental. There's no guarantee that's going to find success. You know, companies will like bank everything on VR, and then like a VR side flops because like if they weren't expecting all these problems that VR brings. You have to think about it four dimensionally, which is so crazy uh, to think about. I think like the best example of VR is like Half Life Alex, for instance. Mm. Valve hit and struck gold like as soon like the first thing they did was um i think they they were probably working on it for a long long time but half-life alex is like renowned as like probably the best vr game out there do you but, have to play the other half-lives to, yeah 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 you, you, so you have to play the other ones to get that oh do you to, have to, uh, to understand I don't, alex i don't think so i mean like for story maybe but like to read the experience no you don't okay. like i'm talking about like the actual vr experience itself yeah. It actually makes you feel like you're there. The detail is amazing. The graphics look incredible. But it's really the only one of its kind. All the other games, like, they have to sacrifice a lot of um, graphical capabilities just to keep up with the processing. Like, of of rendering everything at once. To make sure that wherever you move, that's where the camera's moving. It's a lot of power. And not a whole lot of companies can keep up with it or Mm -hmm. can dedicate that much resource to it. Um, but it's getting there. Uh, I think like Hitman Three came out on VR recently, which really? is like really cool idea. Yes, it was janky as all yeah. get out of the first. Yeah. Like that's the thing they're getting around all the technical mm-hmm. janky or you know technical whatever. I don't see why by the Oculus Quest Four and Five we shouldn't have it nailed down. Exactly, you know, and here's the thing: it might so not even be to Oculus. To be honest, um, I don't like how Facebook owns it. I will say that it's very intrusive, and I don't feel comfortable how. They basically have 24-7 cameras just, like, sitting there. Oh, that's everywhere, bro. And you have to have a Facebook account in order to use it. I don't like that at all. Here's the thing. Even though Meta's, or sorry, even though VR is getting there, things like Meta failed. They, like, I would say it right now. It's oh, failed. 100%. Like, even though people were banking, or companies, corporations were banking on this working, 
it is 100% failed. How do you lose to VR chat, a free software that yeah. anyone can play? You don't even need a VR headset to play it. Right. And that was like, you know, I don't know how much money they put into it. Probably not much. I think it's built, built off like a, an old source engine or something. VR chat. No. VR chat, yeah, yeah, VR chat. Yeah, and the metaverse has like $40 billion pumped into it. Yeah, and no one's using it. And then they did, because here's the thing, they tried to integrate it into, into your life. Yeah. Like they said, oh, you're going to have like, meetings like work meetings on metaverse you know you're gonna be able to shop in metaverse where you can pick out clothes like then you see it like it's a cool concept but then you see it in execution it's like but we're not there yet we're like always 10 years behind or something yeah well 10 more years i don't see why we're not already just downloading our consciousness into the game (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) so i typically i have a little like a little uh mantra or like a rule of thumb if giant corporations are sinking billions of dollars into something it's probably not going to work. <laughs> like they they are so slow when it comes to is that like trend a, chasing. Is that a tried and true thing for you that's held up? Pretty I'm well? just saying, yeah, pretty much. Like, so, like whenever like Amazon, Google, and Apple are chasing, like for instance, Google Stadia. Stadia was a big thing. A lot of people put their money behind Stadia, and that failed. Uh, NFTs. Oh, NFTs yeah. came out. And guess They're still what, trying to push in. Guess what happened? Yeah, Sony is trying was trying to do it. I think Google was trying to do it, but like Sony was one of the biggest offenders of that. Well, like uh, Ubisoft or mm-hmm. Ubisoft, Ubisoft, however yeah. you say it, but they were trying to sell NFTs for their video games. Yeah, and like, they were like, insane. absolutely, we're still sticking with it. Like, no, you're not. Like, give up on it. Like, you wasted so much money. Like, all this, all these assets they had to sell. And here's the thing: most commonly, like after a week. Anyone who's on Reddit would know, okay, this is going to fail. It's not going to last very long. Yeah. But when you sink millions of dollars into something, you have to commit to it. And that's the disadvantage that these corporations are under. So that's kind of my tracker. If, you know, if what, something's going to fail or succeed or not. Mm. Um, for my job, I'm not going to go with my job is, but for my job, I actually did have to do research and experiment on the metaverse because my corporation actually wanted to uh, go forward with the metaverse. Like they went to dive in that. And I said from the very beginning, honestly, just from my experience on the on, on the internet, you know, from what I've seen with corporations do, I really don't think it's going to work. They're like, apps, nope, it's going to work. We're going to we're gonna do it. We're going to build everything for the metaverse. It's going to be all metaverse, right? Well, a year later, now they're like, yeah, it's going to fail. 100% fail. I mean, I said that from the very beginning. They're like, yeah, yeah, but, but the only reason is because of Mark Zuckerberg. I'm like, no, it's because it was a stupid idea to begin with. Right. Like, it wasn't even supposed to be for the public. Did you know yeah. that? Metaverse was supposed to be literally just um, for corporations, mm. uh, you know, during like, for like Zoom meetings over or for, yeah. for Zoom meetings, right? Then they were like, "Well, how can we profit from this even more?" And like, I got an idea. Let's open virtual Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like that's also what run by squatters. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, um, I just hate it when corporations do that. Well, so around the gaming aspect of it, I'm kind of thinking. Um, the Wii. Did you like the Wii? I have one now, but I use it for GameCube games. I don't play the Oh, okay. Wii games. Well, yeah, sir. Here's the thing. I love the Wii, but I was the perfect age for it. Mm-hmm. I, if I was the perfect age for it, I don't know if I'd get yeah. into it as much. In a, in a thing, it was like that, that in a way, was kind of like a, it was like almost revolutionary, where it's like, man. It was the most, okay. You play bowling. Play the Wii was the most, uh, I think it was the most, besides the PS2, I think it was the most sold console mm-hmm. out there ps2 was very well sold sure so I, the wii was like right there and the most well sold game on there was uh, wii sports which actually came for free which is like kind of unheard of and resort actually was the second like most sold mm-hmm. the cool thing about the wii is that 
number one reason or one of the reasons uh, is is super accessible. You could, I think they were what one ninety nine each. Mm-hmm. I think my family had like three of them. <laughs> so uh, like yeah, we can't afford it. And then like uh, we played it like every night. Honestly, you know, like the it got the family together. That's why it was super popular. And yeah, because VR was still like up in limbo. Uh, motion controls that was a new thing. It was kind of cool. Like you could you're actually interacting with the game in a totally different way. Mm-hmm. It's not a new way per se. Like. That revolutionized um, the industry because that idea has been toyed with before. But they were the ones who actually got it to work well, I think, yeah. as well as it did. So it actually was engineered. I would really say well. was very yeah. You know, it wasn't those the freaking Xbox Connect. Oh, those things. Geez, so yeah, I love it how like <laughs> they're like, why can't Nintendo keep up with uh, Xbox and PlayStation? Well, why is Xbox and PlayStation trying to keep up with the Wii? You know, know. like. But specifically oh, Xbox man. with the freaking Connect. Like, what the heck was that? And I kind of feel bad for my parents because I talked to them into getting one and then oh. I complained about it immediately. How, like, it just didn't work. <laughs> Mom, Dad's invading my privacy! Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Star Wars Connect was a lot of fun. I never I never played it. I that, never got to. I always wanted to. I never got to play that it, That game was awesome. And was it, was it? It was so stupid, but I loved it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, that, that was the only game I enjoyed on it because everything else, nothing worked. <laughs> nothing worked. Right. Yeah, it's just... You remember the Connect Two when that came out? They were trying to bundle it with the Xbox One, and it's and like they put a little bullet point: works better than <laughs> works yeah, better. Uh, now reads your motions way now more. Now it actually works. Yeah. And then PlayStation like... <laughs> came out with the PlayStation Move. Yeah. Which Does was anyone a use that? Direct ripoff of the Wii, and no one used that. Like just saying, when someone has a good idea, man. I think the game I played most on the Wii was uh, the Force Unleashed, which was like apparently the most inferior version, mm. but I loved it. Like swinging a lightsaber with the Wii, it's all I ever wanted. Like, yeah. it's so for it was so freaking cool. Um, and they just actually it came out. They re, got re, remastered for the Switch, and I bought it immediately. Yeah, I Such mean, uh, but there, there's that VR game that's Vader, Immortal. Vader Immortal. Yeah, I played for like <laughs> oh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Ten minutes. Oh man, you missed out. Really? Because uh, then uh, the, the the only disappointing thing, lightsaber combat's great. The Force is great, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, the the final fight with Darth Vader is so disappointing because he it's he wins. very it's very right he he wins right he's immortal well yeah but uh, <laughs> now, uh, you don't like fight him fight him like you block a few lightsaber attacks and it initiates the next little cutscene thing sure. and then you block more attacks you can't even really hit him you can hit him um, but yeah it's like it's so disappointing I was really that's the part that they knew everyone wanted to play like that oh sure Star Wars is only relevant because of lightsabers let's be real here that's the only like every, you know there's all sorts of things now Star Trek has the lasers and sure. blasters but like lightsabers has been what has kept Star Wars enduring the whole mm-hmm. time and they knew we wanted to have a good lightsaber fight and they totally dropped the ball on it well I'm glad that the lightsaber combat was good because like Dude, ever since I was a kid, you know, like, yeah. my gosh, I just want to hold a lightsaber. I want it so bad. And I actually believed I had the Force for a good part of my life. I got, ton, it, actually. I got tons of lightsabers now. Oh, really? Yeah, I got, went to Disney World, and I made my own. And then I was like, oh, I like it. But I also bought another one off of Etsy. I've always wanted to get, like, a, a, a really good one. <laughs> it's... Did the box say it much nicer than the first one? <laughs> I've always wanted to get like a real lightsaber, but they're always like, I'm like, do I drop 300 bucks on that? Yeah, uh, yeah they are they are pricey. Like, I can get a cheaper one. My gosh, the inner six year old in me, like, I absolutely need this. It is kind of worth it. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> Dude, no, it's like, I'd still play with it. Dude, no, I'm not gonna lie. I love that stuff. 
Uh, say so yeah, close up with a VR. Uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. I hope someone else picks up like where Facebook drops off. Um, Drop off though. I don't know. I still think they're making great strides. But you know what? We uh, Meta isn't by no means a failure. Like Metaverse is, but like sure. the, the Quest. Yeah. No means a failure. Mm-hmm. If someone takes that idea and just like previously with Nintendo and whatever mm-hmm. treadmill thing I was talking about earlier, yeah. if someone could like take Meta and find a way to improve that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like every great stride someone can use to make the next thing. Yeah. You know what I mean, every development is a development. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of I'm I'm really excited for where that's going to go. Like it's sure. it's very cool. The only thing is if they make it any more expensive than it is now, yeah. no one's going to buy it. Yeah, they just made game video games seventy dollars. It's Most, been sixty dollars. Well, I wouldn't say all of them, but yeah, a lot of them are pushing for it. And here's the problem: mm-hmm. a lot of them, a lot of uh, people are going to buy them. Yeah. Like so, for instance, if you make Call of Duty seventy bucks, well, Call of Duty is like one of the best selling games every single year, like without a doubt. You make it seventy bucks, no one's going to care. Like yeah. even though they'll say they care, they don't care. They kind of forget the whole vote with your wallet thing. Mm-hmm. Like if no one bought it. Yeah. It would, they would never do it ever That'll again. Never it would take one, you know, all it takes is one time for people to say, no, we're not buying that. But as soon as one com- as soon as one company, Activision, gets away with it, then everyone else wants to get away with it. And it slowly trickles down to 70 bucks. Here's the thing. As far as, like, video game costs go, I get the whole argument where, all oh, games are more expensive, they're more demanding now, they have to make them more money. But it's also, like, one of the biggest industries in the world right now. Yeah. And they make triple quadruple you know what they had to spend on it now especially with like path that with dlcs and microtransactions that they typically yeah have. like they're making their money yeah I'm, so, I'm sorry when you have a game like elden ring yeah which is like almost perfect in every way with no pay you know i mean they'll eventually have paid dlc i imagine but like no upfront you know paid dlc no microtransactions 60 dollars, just like everyone i was agreed with that was okay and what you know game of the year you know, like yeah. just like it doesn't need to be seventy bucks, I really don't I think so. That ten dollars is not saving the company. You know what I mean? <laughs> to, yeah, absolutely. It's legit just profit because, like you said, they're gonna have all this stuff they're gonna be doing: paid DLC, paid this, paid yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. You know? They'll make their money, like yeah. no matter what. Yeah, and like they won't. hey, Ubisoft right now is actually really struggling. They had to cancel, I think, seven games this year, uh, Future Prospects, and they're what they get. they're just the company who who would probably make their game seventy bucks. You know. Oh, yeah. uh, I think some of them actually are. So it's like, yeah, I'm not going to... Uh, they make me sick. Honestly. <laughs> I play every Ubisoft game, but yes, they make me sick. <laughs> no, I mean, they're killing off some really good franchises. Assassin's mm. Creed, though, that's their cash cow. They keep milking that franchise. Oh, man, I've been playing that since I was a kid. That's killing me. <laughs> uh, I stopped after Revelations because Ezio was the only thing I cared about. <laughs> um, I actually really like the new ones. Uh, the Odyssey and Valhalla, those are pretty good. Oh, well, screw you then. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, um, while we're on, I guess we're still on video games. Um, mm-hmm. Guess what came out? Guess what's working on another game? Oh boy, is it our favorite developer? <laughs> yep. If y'all Jesus remember, Christ himself. Our favorite, uh, our favorite game developers, the creators of I Am Jesus Christ, the game. <laughs> Are we're working so on, successful, apparently. Yeah, right? apparently, still not out, but <laughs> you know, I imagine it's gonna make a ton of money. Like everyone's covering, I am Jesus Christ. One hundred percent. Yeah. Year. yeah. Okay. Um, this game, they're making another one, and it's supposed to come out this year, quarter four. So like, you know, December, November. Mm-hmm. I, I highly doubt it. <laughs> I, it's gonna get pushed back to all heck. But um, 
It's called Noah's Ark, and the goal behind it is like you just literally build it, like build Noah's Ark. And this this fed my thing where I thought it was going to be a VR game because it's got the same th- gameplay yeah. as I Am Jesus Christ, where you put your hands out and miracles oh, happen. Oh boy! But on this one, like you pick up the hammer and you're hammering the nails in, you know. To I was like, bro, this game looks so boring. Like, <laughs> And and okay. it takes four hundred years to complete. Yeah, exactly. Like you're gonna feel the whole thing. <laughs> so okay, let me read about this game. Here, here's one thing. There's way less bullet points on this one. They are clearly putting all their eggs into I am Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because on this one, it's so bare bones. Noah's Ark is one of the few Bible stories most people recognize. Now you can play a realistic simulator game inspired by those stories from Genesis. Check if you can proceed with this challenge of the biggest flood ever. So there's Craft the Ark. Okay, build built according to the dimensions given in the Bible. That means we're going to have to build the Wait whole Wait a minute. Ark. Wait a minute. <laughs> we have to build the whole thing. Oh, wow. I was like, I oh, my started. God. To be fair, though, I bet you anyone on my, like a bunch of people on Minecraft have already done that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of other games that do it better. And you get to like get the animals. Yeah. You can make the coop, the exactly. chicken coop, and the... You know, harvest your cows. And but this is like only half the job because like God's going to apparently fill it for you. So I don't know. Is oh there are, is there like are, are there like choices in the game? Is it like morality? We're, we're, no, no, it's missing all that. All Dang. that stuff we talked about with IMGs. Because like, Christ. here's the thing: I could see this working if it was like a family simulator. You know those games where like you have to take care of your family while also doing all these complicated tasks. Oh, I on. could totally see that. Wait till we get to the bottom of this. Oh one. boy! Okay. Use all resources around and prepare to be blown away by the massive dimensions of the biblical ark. My, I, the only thing that's going to blow me away is how boring it is. Right? <laughs> I'd be like, man, I'm still, I'm not even halfway done. But, but Caleb. What if this is like Power Wash Simulator, where it's actually the most satisfying thing? Power Wash Simulator? You haven't played that? No. Okay, we'll get to that after okay. this. Time. We're actually running toward the end of the podcast already. Okay, I'm we'll very, continue I'm the bullet upset. points. We've got so much we want to talk about now. Cool. Pull, pull out the bullet points. I want to okay. hear the rest of them. Save animals. So on this one, just like I am Jesus Christ, you put the hands out. Nice. And now it looks way cheaper than Jesus Christ. But we put sure. the hands out. This net flies out of your hands and captures a horse. This horse is walking. It's yeah. not. Doesn't have any normal okay. human animal reaction. Pokemon inspiration. Got it. Yeah. Okay. You just put your hands out and boom, net like a Spider Man. And then there you go. You just webbed your horse. <laughs> and then it fades to black. It looks so nice. dumb. Yeah. Explore surrounding areas as you track down different types of animal species. Start hunting animals in a new way. You need to save them and bring them to your ship instead of killing them. Mm-hmm. And stunning natural environments. This doesn't look good. The graphics, guys, do not look good. I Am Jesus Christ looks better than this one. Ooh, Set that. off in search of a variety of animal species in this hunting, parentheses, saving simulation. <laughs> Survive the storm. It is time for the biggest flood ever in the world. Survive at your ship for 150 days, or entire world of people and animals will be lost. Okay. So it sounds like what you're talking about, where you're managing your family, you're managing yeah. resources, yeah. feed the horses... 150 days like is this a survival game like at night the zombies come out absolutely it's a survival game here's what we're gonna do here's what this company is gonna do yeah they're gonna make 400 of these freaking games oh my god (laughs) and everyone's gonna tackle another genre (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, um, you got the Cain and Abel expansion. No, <laughs> no Sodom and Gomorrah expansion. Yo, <laughs> the city, city simulator. Yeah. <laughs> um, evacuate the city in this mad day. Yeah, or, uh, or like participate in the X that caused God to strike down the city. <laughs> VR uh, confirmed. There's going to be like a first person shooter where it's just David and Goliath. No, that's going to be. I can see. I can see the trailer now. The hands go out, <laughs> and the sling just goes. <laughs> 
Less bullet point and more. And more, yeah, absolutely. I don't, don't want to know what else is Dude, going on. Dude, this is going to be like the Veggie Tales of video game. Like, there's going to be something of every Bible story. They're going to pump these out every year. Yeah, Cain and Abel, Adam and Eve. You no. know, oh, absolutely. Well, that's a dating thing. Eve, Eve beget Seth. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't want to act this out. I'm Listen, good. okay, so one of the coolest characters in the Bible, you ever heard of a. Oh, what was uh, I think his name was. I have a question. Yeah. Why is Power Wash Simulator twenty five dollars? Um, because it's actually freaking amazing. Okay. Well, go ahead with your thought. What were you saying? Um, Ehud. Have you ever heard of Ehud the assassin? No. Okay. Basically, he was an assassin in the Israeli army that actually murdered a, or he yeah. assassinated a king. He was a judge. Super cool dude. I'm just saying. I always thought it'd be cool if Assassin's Creed did a spin on that, but now that could be a reality. If this company like blows up, you know who made the I am Jesus, and we do get one every year. I mean, really, paint me a picture, Caleb. What is like your perfect Bible game with this company? Like, if they had to tackle tackle any subject, what would be the first one? I thought I would enjoy Jesus. So, <laughs> I mean, that's a tough one, but I but, guess if we had to, I would love to see a Revelation game where you get to see all the weird Apollyon creatures. Oh my gosh, it'd be like an RPG or yeah, something. Yeah, but that would, that'd be so expensive. There's no way they could actually make that a game. Dude, here's the thing. I you bet saw you... that boss fight with Satan in that <laughs> Jesus Christ. I bet you could get Square Enix on it, like a weird Japanese developer, because they love that stuff. Mm. They love the weird Revelation stuff. Um, and make it like an RPG, just like Final Fantasy. Yeah. And 100%, dude. I think last time I read Revelation, there was like a... I think they described like a creature that was like... Um, I don't know, like a beetle or something, but like the size of a bear, like crazy stuff like that. Dude, I'd love to see some of that illustrated in real life or in a video game, you know. All right, let me look at this. Release the pressure. Yeah. This guy. That's literally what it is. Power wash simulator. It's like, a, it's to it's to uh, ease your mind, Caleb. Let's see. Wash away your worries with the soothing sounds of high-pressure water. Fire up your power washer and blast away every speck of dirt and grime you can find. All with simple satisfaction of power washing to a sparkling finish. Mm, if you can see, I'm really into this. Oh, right, you can't see <laughs> you, my you, eyes. You can't, it's one of those games, dude, where you can't mock it until you play it. You know, I would act... If, Look at the reviews. I, oh, I, overwhelmingly I see. It's overwhelmingly positive. positive. When does it ever happen? <laughs> Let's see. Relax, unwind in single player, or play with friends in online co-op. Either Absolutely. way, play have good, me. clean fun. Play with me, Caleb. Clean fun. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's there's not a lot of... Disc oh, no, here's some description. It's not as entertaining as Noah's Ark, though. But, you know, I, can, I think I can understand if the water sounds are, like, really good. It's and, the same reason people play Truck Simulator. Like, it, Oh, I would love to play Truck Simulator. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, I would. Like, okay. I, my, look, my biological dad, not a good person, but he used to take me on the road with him truck driving. That was a lot of fun, uh -huh. you know? So that's I cool. think that'd be kind of cool. I don't yeah. Know. They just came up with Texas. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Now, how, how realistic do you think is the gameplay on that? What? A truck simulator? Yeah, Texas. Oh, like, you how? haven't played it. No. Um, I've, I've played a little bit. Uh, actually, pretty realistic, I would say. It's mm -hmm. kind of cool how they map out like so much. I think they have... like. Can I drive by my house and be like, wow, I don't think it's they got that. this right. They, have, they actually list on their, on their website what areas they cover. Believe it or not... <laughs> They have one of our friends' apartment buildings. No way. Yes, like I saw it. I was like, "There's no way." It totally that is it. Um, but now I I try yeah yeah downtown Fort Worth. Uh, I know you're talking about. It's that building because they have Fort Worth. They have Dallas. Um, they don't have really many neighborhoods. You mean I can't drive to Amarillo? 
Is that what you're telling me? Mm. I can't go on down to Amarillo, Texas, where there's nothing out there. <laughs> well, and just I drive mean, out there for fun. We can load up I and Jesus Christ, and it kind of looks the same. Yeah. You know? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> walk to Galilee. There's no. There's like no streets. Can we fast travel? No. That'd yeah, be. That's an absolutely heck no. Nah. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Well. I believe that brings us to our conclusion today. I don't know because I we could also talk about uh, women. No, <laughs> uh, uh, we're going to be here another four hours. <laughs> uh, I actually really liked um, interesting story while we were talking about microtransactions and oh, like yeah. stuff that just doesn't need to exist. Mm-hmm. Marvel's Avengers. Do you remember that? Mar- like the game. Oh wait, isn't it that game where like um, you play as the, what's her name? Kamala. <laughs> Kamala Khan. Oh, yeah, Kamala Khan. Now, I don't know if that's her powers in the actual comics where she just stretches her arm out. She's like taffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like slaps people. Yeah, like Clayface. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, like I think Mrs. Mrs. Incredible from uh, The Incredibles, mm, except yeah, yeah, not yeah. as cool. <laughs> so so what, it, what about it? I, well, remember, I remember it had like a bunch of microtransactions. Okay, something. so the game releases, and they, they made a big stink about how like... Oh, it's like uh, there's going to be no microtransactions. There's no pay-to-win mechanics. Pay-to-win means like you pay money to get an edge over other players mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. They, they promised none of that would be in there. Yeah. And then like right out the gate, like one of the first things they did was like put in XP boosters where you get more, you can level up faster if you pay for it. So oh, that, I see. So they, they backtracked that. So the game releases, it's what we call a live service. Games of service, live service. Yeah, game. live service where they release a game, it's very bare bones, and over time they'll release more fun stuff mm. more uh, story more gameplay levels more characters and then the the base game is so bare bones so boring that people quit playing and then mm. it just fails as a game and so you got you got so much so many other examples of it happening uh anthem freaking destiny like they'll just release a boring subpar game that they end up canceling because nobody plays so marvel's avengers comes out Story not that good. Gameplay mm-hmm. mechanics not that interesting. Um, and then they they to their credit they they supported it longer than a lot of other things. Most other games, would, yeah. yeah. And yeah, when uh, you talk about people who just like no one ever played it, like I'm yeah. pretty sure no one ever played that. Yeah, like because like from what I saw, I think I watched someone play it one time. It like for the first like four hours it looks promising, three yeah. or four hours, and then like it completely changes gears yeah the, the opening gameplay there's just the first mission was kind of cool yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i mean you get to play as like the avengers and then yeah. like it turns into just first time we switched to the hulk like this cool. weird competitive like capture the flag thing yeah uh but it's it's player versus enemies with pve which means it's just you against ai mm. um and it's just that it's repetitive like over and over and over again like what's the point like why they had a great idea. Like I think it'd have been fun to have like, a game where like you can play as any of the Marvel characters, yeah, and just like go through the story. Like I think that'd be really fun. Yeah, um, they, they added Hawkeye later. They had a really cool uh, future imperfect expansion. They had Spider Man. That's <laughs> just like well, the Spider Man thing was like that was a rip off because they made people who were PS4 owners pre order for Spider Man, but then they came out with this BS story about how they were like. Um, you know, well, we don't want other players who can't play Spider-Man to feel bad. So he's in the game, but he doesn't have any bonus levels. He doesn't have a story pack, like not like nothing. Oh, that's stupid. He was just in the game, like he could play as him. But it, there was like, and then like the voice actor they picked for him sucked. Yeah, they picked like a guy who is like a, had annoying 
kid voice who was like the whole time he was unsure of himself as a person. Every other iteration of Spider-Man, they're like they got personality traits. They're sure. like confident in who they are. And then in this one, it's like I don't know. It was just so weird. He the the actor approached it from an angle of like. You know, oh, oh, geez, Rick, I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. Just, oh, my God, it's Warlin. He's back. He's trying yeah, to get back in the industry. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh. It was so bad. Oh, so, geez. good news on that front. Marvel's Avengers will no longer be existing here pretty soon. They uh, finally have realized they're not going to make any money. They're about to go bankrupt as a, as a game. You know, like, there's just not enough people are playing it in order to get them to want to make more characters, release mm-hmm. more story levels. It's such a good like example of like just make a good game and mm-hmm. people will play it. You don't sure. have to like, oh, let's make a let's just make a game that we're going to add stuff to over time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um failure after failure with the new business model. Just make a good game that people want to play. Let's go back to the old days. Make a good game mm-hmm. that's fun to play when it's released. Right. And then freaking add DLC to it later. Yeah. Actual expansion pack. To be done. Just, yes. just be done with it. You want more money? I'll give you more money. You give me some more good story yeah. levels. So thank God it's finally about to be put out of its misery. It's been dying for years now. Ever since it launched. It launched poorly. And the unfortunate side of that, I don't think we're going to unless I don't think that's the last we've seen of that business model. I wish. I, I can dream Harold. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just like once a company's done it and it was, I don't even think, so here's the thing. A successful version of that would be like Warframe, for instance, if you ever played that. I have not, but I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, it's the, it's, it's very similar. Almost the exact same thing, but like they cut down a lot of the microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Like you can earn everything for free. One of the big things about the game is you can earn everything for free. And it's not like one of those things where you have to, well, you have to grind a little bit. But like, uh, people enjoy the grind. Like it actually makes the grind enjoyable. With Marvel's Avengers, it just felt like you know the grind was just like the same thing over and over. Anytime and over. you have to use the word "grind" to describe a game, is it's pretty sad. I hate grinding, so yeah, like that's exactly. probably why I don't play Warframe. But a lot of people, a lot of people actually do enjoy it. I don't judge them for it. Um, I just like, like you said, I like going. I love story, dude. I love going through a nice story. I love having fun when I'm playing it. You know, like. Open world, sandbox, whatever, but as long as the story's good. I'm playing through Cyberpunk, actually, replaying Cyberpunk. Oh, okay. I never played through the whole thing. I never played it either. And after all these updates, I have to tell you, it's actually a really good story. Mm-hmm. And the gameplay is really fun. It's still really janky in a lot of areas, and there's some parts that make me angry. But the story is actually really, really good. I didn't think it was going to be that good. I don't get how they can release a game in the condition that they release something like Cyberpunk in. I where think. it clearly needed like three more years of development. But dude, it, the fact that it was announced like what twelve years prior to that, like ridiculous amount. Like it was announced so freaking long ago. So it's like I don't know what happened to it. Um, I, was that even during COVID when it came? I think it was during COVID when it came. Actually, I think you got a point. Yeah, yeah. COVID. which that might actually uh, tie into it a little bit. I'm not sure, but Maybe. yeah, you would think a, during COVID, I'm not forgiving them for what they did. Yeah, like if there's you would no think during COVID there. though, they have more time to work on the game. Yeah, you but then you have to think about like you, no one can come to the office. Like remember how it was back then? Like yeah. no one could leave their house. I still had to go to work. No, oh, wow. yeah, me too. I was a essential staff. Yeah, oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> Yeah, this whole lady needs help bring bags to her car. Can't do that herself. No, 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 no. We need essential staff for that. Hope you wore a mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. Well, 
I think it's been a good episode, so sure. I think with that we should bid adieu before we run out of material. <laughs> My list is running short. Oh boy. But uh, with that, I thank you all for joining us again. I've been Caleb, and this has been my boy Shaps, yeah. and I think we've had a good episode. I hope we see you all next time. Have a sunny or, or, or dark evening. Yeah, for all our international fans, yeah. please have a safe, mm-hmm. safe winter season. Absolutely. I know all the guys overseas watching us, all billions of the people in China. Sure. Be yeah. safe out there. They need something to hold on to. That's right. You'll have a good rest of your day, and thank you for joining us today. See you next time.